0: Hello there! Welcome to episode forty-three of the Gaming Frontier podcast. This is the number one show in Mexico. That's all about video games by game developers. So that's an Ooh. extra, an extra thing for all of you listeners out there. Um, this is a sp- special show because we are back <laughs> after like what a few m- month hiatus, two health issues, trips, GDC, all this stuff just was in between. But we're finally back for uh, to the show. Uh, for this episode I'm going to be your host. I'm Adolf Aguirre, and I'm joined by
1: my very good pal Mr. Guillermo
0: Vizcaíno. You know, how are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Thank you. Uh yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back, right? It's yeah. good to be back. And uh yeah, it's been a couple of very hectic months. Hmm. Uh, this last Don't you two. Say. Yeah. <laughs> but uh it was Pretty cool. I think uh, we got to experience a lot of very cool new things. Yeah. Uh, some of which we are obviously going to share with you guys. Uh, but yeah, 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 it's good to be back. I, I, I have to say I missed it. I really did miss doing this and being in front of the camera and everything. So yeah, thank you. Thank you for the introduction and, and yeah, happy to be here.
0: As you already know, this podcast is part of Gaming Frontiers YouTube channel where you can find gaming-related content every week. Over here on this channel, you will get uh, the latest uh, news, uh, trends, discussions, uh, and our take as game developers on stuff from the industry. So you don't want to miss this. How many podcasts do you know that are made of game developers in Mexico? Let me tell you, none. <laughs> so uh, this is we, that's why we like to do this thing. Um, so let's just right, jump right into uh, into uh, the, the uh, beginning of the show. So, I wanted to just touch very briefly because this is a thing that it was a month ago already. So, it's it's kind of old news. Uh, but, you want to touch briefly on our um, experience? Oh, right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I just remember something uh, important that happened <laughs> last March. Last March. March, March like the 3rd. The Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs>
0: so, uh, unfortunately, we don't own a Switch yet. We actually were in line yeah we were <laughs> so yeah the fun story we were at gdc yes. which was a very cool thing uh we were at gdc and we were walking back on uh, thursday the second we were walking we were walking uh, to our hotel yeah and it was what 11:30 p.m around like that around that yeah yeah just a, a few more minutes of midnight and uh, we just passed by the game game stop on market street in san francisco <laughs> remember that and we saw the line and you were like oh look at those dumb people <laughs> just making the line and then you turn around <laughs> and, and
1: both of you guys were already on your way <laughs> across the street
0: and we we're just walking by to to, to the stop and we went into the line and we're yep. standing there and you were like what the fuck is going on
1: like,
0: you really think
1: you're gonna get one i mean really
0: yeah i mean i, I it was more like a hope thing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Hope. Because uh, I wasn't planning on getting the Switch, but when I got in the line, I got excited. And I, and I was like, man, I want this thing. I want to get the Switch. We didn't get one because uh, there were limited quantities. So, yeah, we no Switch. Not yet. Uh, and um, maybe you're most likely you're un- unaware of this, but the switch, the Nintendo Switch in Mexico is super, super expensive like, ridiculously, ridiculously expensive, yes. so we we don't plan on ever getting one here in Mexico, so we're lucky enough to be just a few hours away from the border, dri- a few hours uh, driving from the border, so we are going to get the switch when we eventually get it, we're going to get it on the, in the U.S. and just uh, bring it back with right. us, right? Uh, but for now, we we, th- we don't have a switch, so yeah, thing happened, but we cannot... Talk about impressions about us. Yes, but we can talk very briefly about our impressions and experience at GDC, right? In 2017. Uh, we were there as you know, uh, as I already mentioned, we we're game developers indie game developers to be more precise, and we were there uh, on the GDC expo showing our game, our games, and we attended some sessions and we went to some parties, and uh, wow, a lot of stuff was going on there. Right. What did you take out from GDC? What was your oh boy overall <laughs> experience with this?
1: I mean, it was it was mostly exciting, and it was exciting because it was a uh, like there were a lot of firsts, right? I mean, it's it was our first our first GDC it was our first time really getting to know other people from the you know developer community. It was our first time attending because I mean, if you don't if you guys don't know uh, GDC, it's almost like I mean the official name it's game developers conference right but it, it's more like a congress and and also a yeah. show floor exposition it's it's like a lot of it's things everything. yes it's everything and so you have to and in our case we were there with uh, the pro mexico booth uh on the show floor we were uh, what was the name of the like we were exhibitors i guess is the, yeah. is the right um, right uh, the south on this, yeah, I think, it, yeah, I think it it was the or south. Or north of the one.
0: No, there was the north of the one.
1: Uh, I don't. I, or the west hall? I, I, I don't. I yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. It Was no, the th- the the one the expo show right? The, the expo south. floor.
0: It was it was either north or south. Whatever you were there. If you were there, you know what we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. If not, you don't.
1: You should. Y- go. You should have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go. Yeah. Uh, so we were there with the uh, the Pro Mexico booth. Uh, so we needed to be there at our stand, and then we also took some of the like the conferences and stuff, and the you know workshops and whatnot that they do. And we then split, and half of us went that way, half of us stayed at the stand, and we rotated. Uh, we got to meet some people on on the Game Connection event that was happening at the AT&T Park, uh, fairly close by. Uh, we also were there, and I mean it was so many things and so many different you know. Experiences that we were not used to because we, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I, I, is is are both cameras recording? Quick, uh, <laughs> parenthesis here. We're mm. uh, switching to new equipment, and we're not <laughs> experienced yet with it. So if you see some technical issues of of some sort, just don't fret. <laughs> we're yeah, gonna try and fix them as soon as possible. Ca- right. Yeah, but you, you probably you're not seeing Adolfo. I'm not entirely sure. But anyway, you you should go and check. How do we know if I I've no idea. Uh if it says recording on the screen probably it's it's it it might be working. Yes? Okay. 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 Then never mind. Uh you guys are are fine. I hope you guys are <laughs> looking at us both. Uh in any case, uh it was a lot of new things for us and and that made it exciting. And of course, we were overwhelmed with the amount of people we saw there, the amount of developers, the amount of, of actual you know people that went there and just saw things, the amount of things that we saw that we were not expecting to see. Like we get to play with the Switch before it was actually released. We got to play some of the oh, games yeah. that we yes. were very excited about uh, at the year's start, uh, like Ukulele and you know Horizon and whatnot. Although Horizon was already out by then. Point being that it was a lot of first, and I, I think, uh, you know, being a developer and going out there and seeing things like that really reinvigorate, uh, you know, the enthusiasm that you have that you might start to lose once you start doing it, like, almost as a routine, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, your, it's your job now, so it, it's, you know, passion starts dingling and it's not the same as it is when you start doing any passion project. Uh, and being there, seeing all that people, and seeing all the enthusiasm and the passion that they have for this industry, it's really reinvigorating, and I think it 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 really helps when you when you're in this business to see that side, right? To see all that, uh, like the joy of it and the the excitement that there is within the gaming industry, and it helped. It helped a lot. So uh, so yeah, it was a great experience. I would definitely. Uh, recommend it <laughs> if you're a developer try and do uh, you know a, a, the, the best that you can or try and and, and do something to be there uh, for later uh, iterations of the event because it's great it's really cool
0: definitely yeah yeah it, 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 that's that's some point uh it was it, it, it was a, a it was a very big thing for us and it's also the first international it, the first big right. international industry event that we attend yeah uh, cause we've been to a other couple of events and fanfests and that, the, and that stuff in the country and outside, but this was the first one outside Mexico. That's a big thing. That's a big event that we attend. So it was, it was a nice experience just meeting many people and looking at, 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 at uh, old faces as well. Mm. We, we, we just, uh, we saw a lot of friends that we made over the past few months and years over there at the event it was a very cool thing. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was nice. It was fun. Personal highlights, uh, we met the team at Playtonic yeah Games, and we we took pictures with them as well. Grant Kirko, one of my childhood heroes. Right, yeah. The Sounder for banjo Sui, among many other uh, old rare games. Daniel Dwyer, yes, my favorite video game journalist was there, and it was a very fun. It was a very unexpected <laughs> and fun <laughs> thing. Just walking by and looking at him on the other side, like, "Whoa, shit, that's Daniel Dwyer." <laughs> that, w- that was super, super fun. Hey, Danny,
1: and I mean, we're still pending on that. You know, the whole, all that we talked about over there. So you know, you know. Yeah, then you should come. Let's you let's keep come. in touch. Yes, You
0: should come visit us, and uh, absolutely, absolutely. And and if if you if you do come here, man you're going to gain some weight. <laughs> we're gonna, we we food will not be an issue here. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, that thing and um we also met a lot of musicians uh yeah. we met the we, we we met the composers behind Metal Gear Solid 4, Peace mm. walker, Bayonetta, right. Final Fantasy 15 that was surreal. God of War God of War. Yeah. Yeah, man, a lot, a lot, a lot of Mr. a lot of very cool, cool people. That yeah. we, that we. I don't want to mention names any more names because I'm afraid of, <laughs> missing, some of, of the... missing some of them. Missing some of them. Yeah. That was a very fun thing. Oh, I, I met the the music, the the composer behind Outlast and Outlast too, oh, at, cool. at a party. Nice. That was very, very, very nice thing. Uh, yeah. So expect some more news uh, as they come up uh, in in terms of our. Uh, relationships with those people in the coming uh, months and years, so that would be a very cool thing to look forward to, right? I agree. Yeah. So, jumping to the next topic, Switch related, but not exactly Switch. Mm-hmm. Nintendo Switch launched with uh, a couple of games, not many, not too many.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, some of the highlights include Sniper Clips, Fast RMX, um, Bomberman R, and there's a small game that you may have heard of called <laughs> Zelda. Yeah. <laughs> Zelda, what? Breath of the Breath of
1: something, yeah. Breath of uh, something. Zelda. Small game. Yeah. Not and really you actually
0: about. got that game for the Wii U. Yes, right? I
1: did. I did. Yeah, that's true. So,
0: Zelda. <laughs> Zelda is the big game of March. Uh, it's 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 the game that everybody's been talking about, right? So it's it's one of the highest ready games of all time. Yeah. Right now, and you got to play it. Yes. And you beat the game a yep. few days ago, right? Yep. So, Mister Mister Viscaino, Mister Guillermo, tell me, please tell us to me and all the listeners, your a a month after release, Mm -hmm. what are your impressions, thoughts of the game, review? (laughs) No spoilers, of course. Right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Without going into story spoilers, how do you feel about the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? How do you feel after a three D Zelda? After what five and a half years without one?
1: Yeah, it's it's been a long time. It's been a very, very long time. I is mean Is it
0: worth it? Is it was it worth the wait? Were you smiling the whole time you were playing it? <laughs> do you want to go back and do a hundred percent run of it? How do you feel about *Selda: that Breath of the Wild?
1: There's a whole lot of things that you get to feel and experience when you play this game. Uh yeah. first of all, and I think the most important Of them all. I mean, obviously, I'm not going to review the whole thing right now because it would take me a very long while. But the very, very most important thing that I wanted the Zelda to do was to be a better iteration, you know, coming from Skyward Sword Mm -hmm. towards now, right? And uh, on top of, you know, the expectations and the, you know, everything that comes with a Zelda game being a Zelda game, Mm -hmm. the game absolutely succeeds in being amazing, and the game absolutely succeeds in being very different too okay. cuz you different you come from all other Zelda, from games, other Zelda, Zelda games from other Zelda games yeah
0: from everything else i
1: mean or both yeah probably both okay. but not so much in the latter probably more you know it's it's yeah. a very different game a very different Zelda game and uh, that's not a bad thing that's a good thing because you know, you know as as nintendo franchises tend to do they become very repetitive of themselves right mm. they they turn into You know, you don't really expect a 3D Mario game or a 2D Mario game, sorry, to be that much different from the previous one. And you know it's not going to be that different from the next one. And uh, with 3D Zelda, you get that difference, but you get to a point, too, where you know that a Zelda game is a Zelda game because of, you know, the way the dungeons are done or the way the exploration is done or the way the equipment is obtained or, you know, a hundred different reasons. And Breath of the Wild manages to really tear apart that whole system and and you know conglomerate of Zelda things that make a Zelda game a Zelda game uh, and that's absolutely terrific i mean i'm 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 really happy to say that i get to compare this Zelda to games like the witcher to games like skyrim or to games like fallout or to games like you know mm-hmm. open world big adventure experiences and games mm-hmm. uh, and that's phenomenal for a for a Zelda game cuz you know when when i was playing the witcher when i was playing uh Uh, Fallout or or Skyrim, a little small part of me always thought, you know, what would this be or how awesome would it be if a Zelda game could, you know, take aspects from this and and learn from this and and give us a great open world experience? And they did. They absolutely did. And they succeeded. Now, the game is not without its flaws. Uh, I always try to make that very clear. It's, you know, for a lot of people out there, and I mean, I, uh, it's, it's opinions, right? And I, I have mine and they have theirs. For a lot of people out there, it's a perfect game. It's, you know, the hundreds, it's the 10 out of 10s, mm-hmm. the 5 out of 5. And, and it's a phenomenal game. And don't get me wrong, it is. But I don't think it's the perfect game. I don't think uh, Breath of the Wild, it's going to be that staple house of how open world games have to be done from now on. Not in the slightest. It's a terrific game. But you know, first of all, and I think the one issue that I have the most problems with, besides the boys acting, because that's I mean Mm -hmm. personal preference too, uh, it's that on this euphoria of trying to be as different as they could from the template of silly games, they strayed a little too far with the good things too. I mean, they they upgraded everything, they made everything. Uh, better in in terms of adventure and and exploration and item gathering and, uh, you know, everything. Everything, it's so grand and epic and filled with uh, things to do and whatnot that they forgot some of the core aspects that Mm -hmm. made a Zelda game a Zelda game and that were good things to have, right? The one important thing that I, and I'm obviously not going to spoil the the specifics of it, but are the dungeons itself. Mm -hmm. Dungeons are, for you guys that already played it, you know what I mean? You get into the dungeons, and you know immediately you realize that okay, something's different, mm-hmm. and not entirely in the best of ways. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, things lost scale, things mm-hmm. lost complexity, and and you're you you finish the dungeon, and you end up thinking like, okay, that what that was it? You know? Do you
0: feel like like the Travolta meme? Yeah, like, like what? <laughs>
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, got yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you, I get you. And that's the one thing that I really, really missed. Because if, if Breath of the Wild had had that, mm. it would have been a much, much, much fulfilling experience. Mm. Not that it was not, but it would have been even better. And is, is It's like they
0: focused too much maybe on the open world. Yes. It, rather yeah. than on the dungeons, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than on, yeah, what made Zelda Zelda. Right. And that's, that's the one thing that I, you know, it, it hurts not to have it. it got gotcha. you. If it had, it would have been a much, much better, better game. Uh, It's a phenomenal game. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Voice acting, uh, God. I mean, the thing about voice acting is that if you're, you you cannot be in the middle. You have to either not have any, or go all the way. Or go very good. Yes, and I mean, I don't mean like all the way like The Witcher or Fallout or. Uh, or Mass Effect that has, like, hours upon hours upon hours of... Yeah, but of, in terms of quality, right? Yes, yeah. in terms of quality and in terms of, I mean, even quantity. I mean, I I, I don't want hours upon hours of, of uh, you know, of conversations. But the amount that they had was very minimal. Very, very minimal. And the quality of those very minimal hours or mi- very minimal, you know, amounts of conversations was fairly bad. I mean, and, and, and that's very saddening to say because... the of all the game, I don't remember a single one that was memorable. And oh. out of all the entire game, only a single one was good. And that's oh, like, that's yeah, that's that's not bad. great. Especially for a game of the caliber that Celeste, right? Yeah. So uh, that's the, the two points that I really dragged it down a little bit for me. Uh, the entirety of the game, it's, again, phenomenal. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't put a number on it yet. It's still too recent and, right. you know, nostalgia and stuff. It mm-hmm. uh, tends to affect judgment but i wouldn't give it a a perfect score
0: not a 10 out of 10 not a 10 yeah.
1: out of 10 no uh but it's a great game i mean it's worth it one of my personal favorite solo games and I'm, I'm i mean top, top five. 5 yes it's great it's a phenomenal game it's filled with life it's filled with you know <laughs> when characters or when when yeah characters are not talking like actually voice acting they are filled with life and they are filled with great emotions, and and you see this, you know, they great, they did great building for them, and I really appreciate that, and they made the interactions a little bit more complex, they played a lot with, you know, uh, the environment and how it affects what people are saying to you, if it's raining, they say something, if you don't have clothing on, they say something, if they, you know, if different things are happening, or they, if they are being attacked, they change their dialogue accordingly, and that's very cool. And it, it really draws you into the game, and that's I, it's something that I, as a, as a writer and as, a, as an aficionado of, of narrative and story-driven games, appreciate a lot, because it really changes your perspective towards the game when different events are going on. Uh, also, the overall story is very epic. It's a, a grand... Uh, Version of I mean the story is the same, right? Because it's about uh, the iteration of the same core story, right? The uh, Triforce divided amongst three different people, and they are always the princes and the wisdom, and you know the evil power with Ganon and whatnot, and Link with the courage and all that. It's the same story, but the way they told it was very unique. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna spoil it because it's very cool. But you know, for the very first time, people within the world is aware of of this, right, of this lay and and they are aware of, of previous iterations of the lay and they like like a very different, unique twist to the formula, and it's it's very cool. I, I really recommend that you, uh, you know, get to really experience everything that the game has to offer in terms of narrative, including the memories. The memories are a very important part. It's an optional thing, but if you get them all, you get a clearer brother picture of what mm-hmm. the game wants to tell you, and that's pretty cool. In terms of mechanics, I mean, combat's done better uh the visual effects for the game are phenomenal are really amazing nice. i really love the the art style and the, the the actual bfx's of the game are so cool are really really nice. cool they did a great job with lightning uh the world i was afraid that it's gonna, it, it was going to feel uh empty mm-hmm. and it absolutely did not it okay. you know you get to experience a lot of different That's unique parts yes yeah. yes absolutely i mean there are spaces that you obviously have nothing to do right but it, it's a big world right. But even then, when you find something, it, it is there and it mm. leaves a mark. And it's very cool. Uh,
0: That's great because that was, that was a concern of mine.
1: No, yeah. No, don't, don't, you don't have to worry about oh, that. Yeah. That. And there are a lot of different little thingies and details that are very cool and give it even more life. And, and the game is great. Cool. If you have a Switch, you have to buy the Switch for Zelda. If, if, if you already have the... Uh, the other way around, sorry. You have to buy Zelda for the Switch if you already have the Switch. Mm-hmm. If you don't... Get it for either one. Uh, okay. I wouldn't recommend buying the Switch just for playing Zelda. Mm-hmm. But if you have either the Wii U or the Switch, get, get Zelda. It. It's it's a must. It's the game of the year so far. It's the game of this, uh, you know, after The Witcher, this is the open world game that you want to play.
0: Right. So there's like an 89% attach rate of Zelda in Switch owners. Right. But I'm wondering, the other 11%, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah. like, what? Why?
1: playing paper sniper, clips? sniper clip yeah
0: I mean don't get me wrong it, it's a fun Absolutely, game yeah, yeah. but
1: you have to get
0: solo. $300 for sniper yeah. clips right yeah. I mean, yeah what are you doing man uh, that, 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 that's right to hear I haven't played the game uh, but I plan on doing it very soon very very soon um, but yeah I'm very concerned about the dungeon thing right because every single solo game even solo 1 on the NES the one aspect that I remember the most always of every solo game are the dungeons Yes. Yeah. And I'm very concerned about that, especially since I just I just got off from playing. Uh, I did a hundred percent run on Twilight Princess HD on a Wii U, and that game is very very dungeon heavy, like yeah. super dungeon focused, like seventy percent of the time spent on that game are is, is on, the, on the dungeons, and it's 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 a game that just uh, emphasizes its design on the dungeon on the dungeons, and and it, 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 it strikes gold with that. Mm. Uh, almost every single dungeon in, in that game is great i mean seeing the sky is probably my favorite dungeon in every Zelda game ever it's so so great so complex and disturbing in many ways and long it, yeah. it's amazing it's an amazing dungeon um the snow one uh, the snow peak ruins i think was the name that, that's great as well uh, yeah, that game is very is very if, if filled with dungeons, and I love that aspect of, of it. So going from that into a game that doesn't really have that, that and just has the open world, uh, I don't know, I don't know how to feel about it, especially after playing The Witcher Three. Right. Right. So, but anyways, I'm gonna jump into it with an open mind and, and 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 enjoy it. But I'm glad to hear that there's a lot of positive stuff in there. Is it better than Skyward Sword?
1: Absolutely, yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. It is for okay. me, for that, me personally. Thing. I, Better
0: I, than a link to the past.
1: In my personal list, yes, I did place it above okay. uh, a link to the past. Okay. The only two games that right now are on definitely on top for me are again Ocarina and Majora and Majora's Mask. And Majora's Mask. Okay. Those are my top Zelda games because I mean I know that if you put them in contrast with the games right now, they might not seem like that you know mm-hmm. huge or amazing. But back then, and especially if you're like us that you played them when they first came out or very close to that time period, they were the Witcher of the of their times, right? They were yeah. huge and were very different and amazing. So I have those two on top, uh, Twilight Princess and um, and about uh, Breath of the Wild. It's you know they they are They're struggling there okay. for number three and number four. Gotcha. But it's that up. It's it's that high on my list. Okay.
0: So yeah. so so definitely. Definitely above Wind Waker for you.
1: Ah uh, no. Uh it's 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 there on the struggle. A, that's a top it's one. there on the struggle. So
0: it's struggling with both thriller Princess and, and Wind, Wind Waker,
1: Wakers. yeah. Ooh,
0: like that. I like that. Yeah. We should we should we should come back after we both play the game and after a few months have passed, we should come back and discuss our top ten yeah Thunder games and make yeah. a list, which will be very, very fun. Definitely. And
1: that's gonna take like three hours <laughs> probably. Uh,
0: w- we can wrap it in an hour. I
1: think, so. <laughs> I think so. I would like that. Sounds cool. All right.
0: Awesome. So let's jump to the next game that we uh, that I want to discuss in today's show. Another new game that just came out oh. called Mass Effect Andromeda. Both of us are big Mass Effect fans. Huge. Uh, I was uh, very uh, sort of uh, disappointed and worried about the review scores and the concerns. So... I made a decision, especially with Duke coming ra- right mm, around right. the corner. I made a decision to wait for a price drop, but definitely, defi- I'm definitely playing Mass Effect Andromeda most likely this year. But I'm, 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 waiting a bit on that one. But you, <laughs> you, you impulsive bastard, yes, you couldn't wait <laughs> anymore. You got the game. Yeah. You are playing it. What do you think?
1: Oh man, I. It's a tough one because I mean we've mentioned this game. A lot in here in this podcast, one
0: of our most anticipated games absolutely, of last year yes. and of this End year, of this year yes
1: we there. we've really we've come back to it time and time again, and I was very discouraged as well with when you know when reviews came out or when the first impressions came out and i i I made the impulsive buy, but i also you know i i um excused myself in thinking that you know I have to have my own opinion in this. In this particular game, I, I cannot let other people tell me, you know, right. or dictate the way I'm gonna I'm gonna feel about I it. it. I bought it, I started playing it, and okay, first of all, it's not a bad game by any means. It's a good game. It's mm-hmm. a it's the combat's great. Uh, the general gameplay, it's good. Mm-hmm. Problem comes when, again, similar to Zelda, when you come back to what made Mass Effect awesome. And you contrasted with this game, you know what for me made Mass Effect as amazing as it is the, ori- the original trilogy was, how they made all these stories and all this, you know the overarching story was amazing, and then every little branch, every little side quest, every little even the companion quest for you know mm-hmm. getting them to your max, you know relationship whatever, those were awesome, those were very cool, and the acting was great, the voice acting was great. The the writing. emotions, the writing, the everything was yeah. so cool and was so drawing and was mm-hmm. so, you know, interesting. Even Mass Effect One, which with all of its flaws, it retained that. You know, the whole writing was amazing. It
0: laid a foundation of this universe. It's Absolutely, well. yeah. The
1: decision making was so critical for the first Mass Effect trilogy, yeah. and then I come to Ma- to Andromeda, yeah. and uh, you know, you feel how how. They like they let go of that a little bit. They they they. It feels unpolished. The writing, the voice acting, even coming from Zelda, that was so awful for me. And into this, I I I have a, a couple of characters that have like mm-hmm. good lines and good dialogue and good acting. The rest of them feel rushed, feel you know out of tune, and, and it's it's very odd. And then we come to the main issue with the game and when I first read about it I was like nah come on I mean a couple of facial animations going wrong it's not that terrible it's not gonna break the experience you know Mass Effect 1 didn't have amazing facial animations and it was a very very good and in terms of transmitting all of the you know all of the emotions that it wanted to evoke but then you got you get to this game and sadly it truly does detract from the experience it truly does affect cuz you know I, <laughs> I i i don't want to spoil anything but there's this one scene this very emotional scene uh, that I... And, and i'm sorry a spoiler alert if you don't want to know uh skip a couple minutes or a minute if if you don't care if you don't mind and i think it's already been spoiled on at some point during the trailers uh and i'm sorry for you <laughs> But very early on in the game, Alec Ryder, who is your father, uh, perishes, Mm -hmm. and you end up with the responsibility of the Pathfinder, and that's like the foundation of the whole game, right? Uh, But then you have this scene where your father dies, and the aftermath of where you are, you know, you're back on the crew, you're back on the ship, sorry, with the crew and all that, and they are telling you like, oh... I'm sorry that your father passed away, and it, not just that the, the dialogues are very corny and and not great, mm-hmm. but the animations. I mean, you're seeing this very emotional moment, right? Your your parent just died, and you see it, and the every NPC, every female NPC has this weird smile uh-huh. smirk going on. That's like that's the default animation. I,
0: I seen that on writer on the female writer.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it's so it's creepy and it's detracting it's it's very odd and it's very yeah. i don't know i it, it really makes you feel awkward inside and, mm-hmm. and it's like it's not just that it's funny because it is i mean if you don't have the context it is but when you have the context and you see it it's like it takes you out of the yes river. absolutely yeah. and it's it's it, it reiterates with different scenes and different moments and it's mm-hmm. like ah uh, you yeah. know
0: i gotcha. and and i've seen the male writer he seems like he's always looking like into the void.
1: yeah yeah the eye animations yeah. they i don't know why they they, they do it uh, why the eyes do what they do but they are constantly moving like t- towards the sides for some reason and i mean i get that that's something that we do sometimes i mean but we all, but humans not
0: a, but not always but right. not always yeah. yeah
1: and not so like you have this close ups to the faces and you see the eyes just moving and twitching mm-hmm. around it's like oh okay what's going on mm-hmm. it's it's very odd it's very very it takes you out as you as you said it it takes yeah. you out of the experience and it's it's Chained. not cool cuz i want to be in you know i want to be drawn in and oh, it's man. it's it's odd but you know putting that aside once you finish that prologue part and you start really getting into the actual mass effect t part of the game you know, getting to walk around in the new quote-unquote citadel, uh, talking to the NPCs and starting to get the first side quest and stuff, you start seeing that magic again. And you start, you know, yeah. reinvigorating like, that emotion pay. and all. Yes, that's why. That, and, and, you know, once you get there, it's it gets a little better. Mm-hmm. You, you're you drawn in a little bit more. Yeah. Gameplay-wise, the game is phenomenal. Uh, I was worried about the the whole covering system and whatnot. For me, it has been flawless so far. Cool. Uh, the new skill trees and, you know, like you can choose how much of a biotic your character you want it to be and how much of a vanguard or how much of a, the different classes and all that. I think it's great. It's a little too complex. If you're not used to the Mass Effect universe and you start with this one, it might be a little off-putting. So mm-hmm. take that into account when you if you haven't played the previous games and you want to buy this if one. If you haven't
0: played them, why? why? Yeah, you should have yeah, you played should. the previous one. The but religion, if, yeah. for whatever reason
1: in the universe, yeah. you you hadn't in the universe. Be wary, because it's it's a little too complex. It's a little you know, it's if you're not used to the, you know, having a codex and a journal and uh, all of those things Mm -hmm. and, you know, that you have to level up your your companions and whatnot, it it gets a little uh, confusing.
0: It's it's heavy and it's RPG mechanics. Yes.
1: But, you know, a player like us that we've experienced that before and Mm -hmm. we know how the Mass Effect game and universe works, Mm -hmm. it's I appreciate the amount of complexity that they put in and you know, whenever you're shooting people in the face, it feels amazing. And the one thing that I have loved, absolutely loved about the game so far, it's the music and the sound effects have been phenomenal. Have been just outstanding. It's it's cool. that part it's great. It's the really, really good. Too, right? The visuals are too are, are amazing too, except for the facial animation. Yeah. Everything else that you see looks very, very cool. The aliens, the ships, yeah. the everything, the the even the armor. It looks very, very it's nice and neat. The magic
0: of the frostbite engine. Yeah, and that's was, right. That that story. is
1: absolutely right. If they just could fix those facial animations, it would be so much better. But yeah, I mean, I agree with the current scores. I mean, I wouldn't put it above a seven five maybe or an eight. Uh, but it's definitely not as bad as you know people have been putting it up to mm-hmm. be. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's a shame that it's not up to par with the previous Mass Effect games. But if I put it in a vacuum, it's not a bad game at all. Mm-hmm. It's not. I mean, if you have to buy, if you have money to buy one game on March, it has to be Zelda. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but if you don't own a Wii or a Switch,
1: yeah, if you don't own any Nintendo console, give it a try. It's oh, yeah. it's not bad at all. Yeah. I mean, if you are not interested in, in the Neos or the Horizons or, or the Nears. Nier. Uh, which are phenomenal games and are I, I haven't played them but they have better scores than Mass Effect.
0: Persona five.
1: Persona know. five, yes. If you want something sci fi, m- okay. very epic in terms of adventure, give it a shot. Okay. You're not gonna be disappointed.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah. one of the aspect that I think I enjoyed the most out of Mass Effect one through and three was the universe, the lore. Not the not the main storyline by itself, but the stories of each mm-hmm. character, of each race, yeah. of each planet, just getting to know all these people and getting invested into this universe and feeling as if this universe was a real thing that's what I enjoy the most so when, when I got to see the reviews of Andromeda I was a bit bummed down by just knowing that this wasn't that strong of uh, that, that strong of a case in this new game uh, but as you just said in the beginning of, of your discussion of, of your uh, exposition of Andromeda uh, I, I need to try it on my for myself. And not letting anyone tell me h- right. how I should he feel about the game, right? So yeah, I think I, I will give it a try in the coming months. As soon as it gets a bit of a price, or right, I guess because I just spent way too much money on, <laughs> on games and stuff. And there's Jukalele coming up and selling that stuff. All right. So uh, next topic. I just I just mentioned it. it's ukulele one of our most anticipated games of all time, coming from a uh, from people who grew up with a Nintendo 64. We grew up playing Banjo-Kazooie, yep. Banjo Tooie, all those amazing rare games. We uh, were child, we were children when we were enjoying the uh, the golden era of 3D platformers yeah. after Super Mario 64, and then Rare came in into the game. We had a blast with this genre, and it's making sort of a comeback with Jukulele coming in, coming from Platonic Games, made by ex-Rare developers. Um, cool. We just said that we met yeah. over <laughs> at GDC. It was such an amazing experience meeting those guys. And Jukalay is coming up on April eleventh. Yeah. We both pre-ordered the game already. Yes. Uh, very excited about it. Uh, however, well, not really. However, sort of, uh, whatever. The review scores just came up uh, as of as of the recording of this show, and it's getting sort of a mixed. Yeah. To positive reviews yes so right now it's sitting on metacritic the pc version is getting a 72 out of 100 okay the x the xbox one version is 73 okay and the ps4 version is 67 Hmm. so it's around 70 yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. um do you expect it a way higher score like more like an 80 right
1: yeah i expected uh, i expected it to be on the 80s i was
0: expecting it uh a bit maybe a bit higher like sort of like 75 to 80 range mm-hmm. uh because as i was telling you while we were walking to get to the studio uh this is a game that's very much for a niche audience sort of way right it's a game that's made for uh people who really really enjoy these kind of platformers and some of the criticisms of the game uh, are are state that it's uh some camera issues which uh, we didn't experience while playing the game at, at gdc so I'm, I'm intrigued by that and uh also, that it maybe feels a bit too old, its mechanics and its design, right. which um, I, I kind of uh, f- uh, feel bad for developers because that's a very h- hard thing to balance when you are making a game that's supposed to be a, a retro, throwback yeah. mm-hmm. to an old property. So right. that's, uh, I don't know how to feel about yeah. that. Anyways, we, are, we will be getting the game in the in coming days and weeks, more weeks, right? So next week. So we should be getting the game very, very soon and and enjoying it for ourselves and and, and seeing how do we really, really feel about it, right? Are you excited about it?
1: I'm I'm very excited. I mean...
0: (coughs) I'm super hyped by myself. I'm super excited.
1: That that you mentioned, that that, uh, little piece on balancing, you know, because for me, I don't think it's a bad thing that it feels old. I mean, I think that's what they wanted. Mm -hmm. They wanted it to feel... Just as a Banjo game did back then, or just like, you know, the 3D platformers of, of, of the golden years of 3D platforming. Uh, I wanted to feel like a Spyro, or a, or a Banjo-Kazooie, or a, a Ratchet & Clank, or a Jack and Dexter, you know. I wanted to feel like that, and if it feels like that, then it's a positive for me. Now, I understand that, being being it so that, you know, in previous years or in the past, those were different times in terms of how you know movement mechanics work uh jumping mechanics worked, uh all of those types of gameplay choices worked and maybe they worked in a certain way back then because everything was different back then and right now it might not work as much or it might not feel as polished when it works like the, you know the way it works but i i don't think that's a bad thing for people like me or like us that wanted to feel that, you know, throwback sensation as you mentioned. I'm very, very excited about the game. The mm-hmm. little bit uh, of, of, you know, the little level or the piece of the level that we played on GDC, for me, really evoked everything that I wanted a game to evoke for, you yeah. know, in, in terms of, of, of everything. Mm-hmm. So I was very pleased with the experience I had there. Mm-hmm. And ha- taking that as, you know, the little grain of, of, or the little like piece in which I'm gonna, with which I'm gonna like rate the rest mm-hmm. of the game or to to you know hold the rest of the game to a certain bar with that uh I'm I'm fine by it I liked it I really enjoyed it and I would give it I mean if I if that was the whole game what I played I would be in the 80s range for me mm-hmm. so I'm 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 excited I want to see the rest of it to see if there's something else or if there's something that you know drags the score down for some reason or if it's just that the game is all like that and i'm perfectly fine with it and, and that's going to be enough for me i don't know so uh so yeah i'm i'm excited i'm very excited for it
0: yeah i'm super excited about it and i'm pretty sure that uh, whatever the case i'm i'm sure that i'm going to enjoy the mm-hmm. game uh, especially because 3d platformers is probably my favorite video game genre and because i do want what i mean uh, what i wanna, what i've been saying of of lily is what i want from that game i want a banjo ukulele yeah. banjo to made in 2016 yeah. 2017 right so i'm excited about it so we should be getting the game in a few weeks, uh, and you should expect you can expect a discussion, review, discussion slash review slash impressions, all that stuff, all that jazz, very very soon from yeah. us. So, uh, yeah, that should be should be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Also, from Ukulele, I want to touch just very briefly on this issue, just to see if we if you have any opinions or, or thoughts on this about the JonTron controversy hmm. with the game. I have no do idea. No. So do you know John Turner, the YouTuber. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he was he was voicing a character. In really? Jusolele. Yeah. Huh. But he got removed from the game. Okay. Because he his
1: character or him
0: both. I don't know about the character, but I know that he okay. was removed from the game. Okay. I don't know if they if they re-voiced the character or what's going on with it. Okay. That. Right. But he's out of the game mm-hmm. now, uh, because he he he. What I know of the story, he made some tweets mm-hmm. with some racial spur, some some. Mm, uh, he, okay. he was a bit. Uh, he offended some people. Okay. With some of his opinions on Twitter, and then he was invited by another popular YouTuber called Destiny. Okay. To a debate, mm-hmm. and they got in, into into like an hour and a half, eighty minute debate, and uh, during the debate, uh, uh, John Tron, uh, th- 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 I, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I just watched snippets of it, so uh, it. We, we, I, I don't have full full opinion of it. I don't have time to watch the whole thing. But the, the what I saw is that uh, John Tran said many things that uh could be very offensive for many people. Okay. Among his points is that he he, he, he made a lot of anti immigration stances. Okay. Um he he said that he, he was he was worried that uh the white population the percentage of white population in the US is it going down? Mm-hmm. It was 90%, now it's 70%, something like that. And he stated that that is, is causing that, uh, the U.S. to lose its identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he blames that on immigrants, and Mexi- Mexican immigrants, and that kind of stuff. And then he said that the U.S. will become a place like Mexico, you hmm. know? And it, okay. he, he did that in a very um, bad tone in many ways. Then he stated that statistics don't matter, don't mean anything because Hillary Clinton didn't win. And I was like, what? What does that have anything to do? Right. He made a lot of statements. I okay. I, I don't want to go deeper into that because that's a I don't know that's a very touchy subject for many people. So basically, he made a lot of statements that aligned with the alt right. Mm-hmm. He attacked the media. Right. And, and during the debate, that uh, sounds familiar, right? Mm. <laughs> Uh, and 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 all of that, wh- what many people got from it, and what may- what bothered many people is that all of his statements and arguments were without a single source or without backing them up with data, right? So uh, which was just, which was not the case with with his with Destiny with the, with the, the counterpart okay. on the on the debate. Yeah. So that bothered many people, mm-hmm. and then he got into like fights on Twitter and that kind of stuff. So he got he was removed from hmm. from the game. So, uh first first thing, uh, I, I, I wanna be very clear on this. I am not uh, I am not I do not support censorship. Like I do not support someone being removed from their job or from anything because of their political opinions. I think that everyone has a right to uh, to to have a political opinion or religion, whatever opinion on, on anything, right? Uh, but I think that this is a, maybe a different issue in by itself because uh there's a very difficult line between an opinion and an attack right yeah. and something that may bother other people uh, because of their uh, situation right it's it, it's it's different to it, it's a very different thing being a conservative or liberal than uh, just making a comments against immigration without knowing without understanding the situation of these people ref- war refugees and all that kind of stuff right, right. so uh, it's a very difficult thing to 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 uh, to discuss, I, I guess. But I just wanted to mention it briefly and uh, just let you know about right. what was happening.
1: And yeah, I mean, as as you mentioned, I mean, it's, ex- ex- it's exactly as you as you said, right? Everyone's entitled to an opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, that opinion can be something that the majority agrees on, on, or it's it can be something entirely different. And right. and I mean, everyone's allowed to have a voice and to have a a certain way of thinking uh, that might rub some people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like it was the case with, with John. Uh, I don't have a, a beef with him. I mean, I, I, I I'm sure he has his reasons and or, or his context for saying everything that right. he's, he's saying and preaching. Uh, I do, I do understand. and I do agree with you in terms of, I, I don't think that what we say or think or slip on, because I mean, at the end of the day, we, you know, we have some opinions on some things that mm-hmm. might not be uh, positive uh, in the public eye, right? About whatever, I like yeah. chocolate ice cream and you don't, and mm-hmm. that rubs someone the wrong, the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing about this is that it's very racial centric and it's very political centric too. And that can be, mm-hmm. that can affect a product that in on its own i'm now referring to ukulele it's already a small audience that's going to get the game Mm -hmm. and if on top of that you have the reviews coming in and they're not as positive as you might have wanted wanted them to be and then on top of that you have that layer of controversy you know when do you because i agree you have to draw a line at some point where everything you allow your people to say what they want to say because it's their life. Mm-hmm. But what do you do when that can negatively affect not your product? I mean, cause you don't do things based on if you're going to have the numbers at the end of the day, but how can it affect the image Absolutely. that your brand or your company portrays? Right. Yeah. So in that sense, I, I, I have to agree to a certain point with uh Playtonics and team 17s de- decision of, of removing him from the game and I say to a certain point because again I, I, I go we need back more to it as well. yes yeah. exactly so uh, it's 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 odd it's it's again it's we, we go back to the to the Colin Moriarty topic with the whole tweet oh, going wrong odd. and you know how that was or that may or may have not been the the Last drop on the glass, right for uh, for it to overflow. I don't even know if that's a, <laughs> a phrase in English that works. I don't know, I have no idea. Whichever case, like the last draw. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so uh, it it circles back to that, and in this case, it's different because a lot of more a lot more people would empathize with Colin. But at the end of the day, it was an opinion that was taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And if we if we go by that, he wasn't pushing immigrants back to Mexico or back to Syria. He wasn't, you know, doing anything really violent. He was just voicing his opinion. So how do you balance that? I don't know. I don't have an answer. Uh, What I do know and what I do understand is that if I was Platonic, I would have done the same. Mm
0: -hmm. Probably, yeah he also made some statements against blacks mm-hmm. i think that was even even more critical yeah he made he he, he i remember very clearly that he said that it's more likely than a rich for, for a rich black man to commit a crime hmm. than for a poor white man okay which which is absolutely absolutely not nonsense yes uh, and but he, he and he brought that up twice hmm. Like, and he was very sure of that without any data. To right, back it up. yeah, yeah. So that's like, like, dude, what the hell are you saying, right? So yeah, I mean. I mean, if up have data to prove it, yeah. show it. I mean.
1: We uh, we circle back to the same thing, right? We He has a right to say it because, you know, there's no censorship impeding him to do it. He is wrong. And he is in the wrong in doing that, right? Not backing up what you say. But at the same time, I I, I wouldn't be able to tell him, don't speak Mm-hmm. In public about your opinions, because right. why wouldn't he? Right. So it's it's, you know, it's I I saw it somewhere. I saw a phrase somewhere where it, it was in terms of of getting offended, not in terms of of actually saying stuff, but it sort of applies, uh, where, no, it wasn't about the offended one. Mm. What was it about? Oh yeah, it's not the same. Oh yeah, it was about being offended. It's not the same to be offended than to be to than to being right and this Mm -hmm. applies to it in terms of you know you're entitled to say whatever you want to say but that doesn't make your opinion correct Mm -hmm. that's what i want to say and and that probably applies to what john and and everything that he uh every racial thing that he Mm -hmm. said or most of what he said uh still he has the right to say it so it's like uh you know where do you lean in here and and again i i I'm, I don't have the answer, but if I had to take a uh, Platonic's position, I would have done the same thing. I would have yeah. secured the image of my brand.
0: Definitely. Hashtag drama.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: yeah. All right, so moving on, because we, we have just a couple of minutes left. Uh, the last news story that I wanted to mention very briefly uh, Jack and Daxter hmm. PS2 classics are coming to the PS4. Ooh, cool. Th- this year. Very excited about that because I haven't played those games. And as, as I mentioned, 3D platformers are a thing that I love. So I'm excited about that. Now Sony brings Sly Cooper. I really want to play those hmm. those games. So yeah, this, that's a thing happening. And Spyro, nice. come on, Spyro, we need Spyro back. Yes, bring yes. brings Spyro back.
1: We already have Crash. Now we Absolutely. gotta move to the other properties. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Very quickly, this is time for that gaming frontier super ultra quick random interview where you can ask a question, a personal or a question that you don't know about, and you are just gonna be surprised about this one. It's an easy one, I think. I guess. I hope so. Uh, Shoot So uh, Now the jukka Is coming out Yeah And it's marking the comeback Of the band formula Right Is there any other Childhood Game of yours Either franchise Or style of game That you would like To make a comeback
1: Speaking about Genres or franchises Any Okay Any uh,
0: franchise Or A style of a game right? Okay mm. Anything that you want To make a comeback that is, mm. is not a mainstream or a very popular thing right now but you want that to be a thing again or a franchise from that from that era that you want to come back again
1: I I, I think that one's easier because thinking of a style or a genre it's it's hard because
0: there's a lot of stuff
1: aha uh-huh, yeah there's there's a whole of a lot of genres and some of them you know we don't see them now but because they have evolved rather than disappeared. Like I don't know. Like uh, if I think of an action adventure game from the '90s and I think of an action adventure game right now, they are probably very different, but they're still action adventure, right? Yeah. So it's like, uh, you yeah. know, franchise is a little bit easier.
0: Okay.
1: And I think, ironically, with your question, I think I still want to see Banjo come back. I mean, we have Ukulele, which is pretty much a Banjo game.
0: But you want a Banjo. But three. I want Banjo. Yeah, With, I, ba- with Banjo character. Yes,
1: right? and and yeah, I want Banjo Three. That's what I want. Three E.
0: By Rare.
1: Yeah, by Rare. Or by Rare. any other developer. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: By, do you want, do I, you want the game to be like, those, like yes. the original two games?
1: Ideally, I would like it to be by Rare, and I would like it to be an amazing game, mm-hmm. so that Rare starts drifting a little bit back towards that yes, so 3D platformer, around, yeah. very comedic okay. uh, undertones and all that. Okay. I, I would love that. Uh that yeah I think that that would be it. You mentioned that Spyro I would also love Spyro to do a comeback. It would be fucking
0: amazing, man.
1: Yes, yeah. absolutely. It was uh, oh, Spyro. I loved Spyro. It was it was awesome. And I think uh, yeah, I think that would be that would be it. I don't I don't have Oh, Metroid. <laughs> Metroid I wanted to do a comeback. Although, well, you know, a last, comeback Last year we not, got Yes, Metroid. exactly. But you know what I mean? You you guys too. I Metroid I, Prime. Yes, I want a Prime game. I want that if not the Prime or the Metroid branding behind it, I want a game that's f- more focused on exploration and inspection yeah. and, you know, that type of adventure uh, and, you know, like a 70, 60 percent that and the other 40 combat mm-hmm. Uh on that style, right? The sci-fi, very lonely, very yeah. dark, very uh, uh, you know, filled with exploration type of game. I would love that. I would like that to I come back.
0: I would kill for a Metroid Prime 4.
1: Absolutely. I, I mean, that. if if it's that with a Metroid uh, brand slapped on top, I'm I'm sold. Right. Yes. Right. Give me that Switch.
0: Cool. Nice choice. Yeah. Nice choices. But yeah, I'm, go- I'm going with the first one, the Metroid one. <laughs> that's that's that, that's a great choice. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want that back too. All right. Our uh, game is coming out in the coming days. Not a lot cause mm. it's, it's it's not a heavy March was crazy Yeah, April, exactly <laughs> April is It's very calm uh, We got Bulletstorm Full clip edition Coming to the PC PS4 and Xbox One This is a 2011 game From last generation is making a comeback To mm. the, To To eight uh, gen consoles And we got Jukalele Coming to PC Mac Xbox One And PS4 On April 11th Alright And later on To the Switch but Right now It's that release And that's
1: About it That's, that's hmm. about it definitely. Interesting as you said, ironically, because the first three months of the year have been extremely hectic and filled with games. February
0: and March, especially. most like March March was crazy. Yeah. 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 So, uh, finally, what are we playing right now? What am I playing? Oh, man.
1: What are you um, playing?
0: I'm currently doing... I'm currently invested in playing, doing a playthrough of four different games, which, is, like, which is, I think, the most I've ever done in my life at the same time. Uh, I'm playing uh, right now. I'm playing through the Metal Gear Rising: Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, which I just began on, on on the weekend. I'm getting close to halfway through it. I'm um, playing on hard. It's a challenge, but I'm I'm enjoying it as a hack and slash game, right? The story and all this stuff, eh, whatever. But as a, as an action game, it has its problems. But I'm having a lot. I'm having fun with it. I'm playing that. And uh, I I was playing was am playing but but interrupted my playthrough of Spec up The Line.
1: Oh yeah, because <laughs> I
0: got an issue because I bought a, a used copy on GameStop when I was in the US last November. I'm playing I was playing that and there's a point in the game where the disc cannot be read on a cutscene and I'm screwed and I'm stuck. Mm-hmm. I've tried everything. The disc is not working past that point, so I, I had to interrupt my playthrough with all my pain. I ordered a new copy already. It's it's coming in a, in the next few days, weeks. Cool. So when that come, when that when that arrives, I'm gonna jump back into the game again. Cause um I was loving it. Mm-hmm. I was enjoying the game very very much. It's it's damn good. Especially if you if you like uh story story heavy games. I think that this game will be something that you will like right. a lot. I so, like that. Yeah. Cause I I was actually thinking when playing to the game. I, I, at some moments I I, I thought about you. What like, man. This dude would love this game because <laughs> it's 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 very heavy in the story. Cool. It, it, it's very nice. That's what I like. Um, I'm playing those two games. I'm also playing Kirby's Epic Yarn Co-op. Okay, on the cool. Wii. So it's uh-huh. it's a, it's, a fo- it's easy game but a fun game. And I'm also playing Monster Hunter Four hmm. Ultimate. Also cop a uh, co uh, doing a cop play through the it. That's a tough game. It's a very, uh, it's very overwhelming mm-hmm. because it's very very heavy on its RPG mechanics. Right. right? It's it's one of those games that has like twenty different menus <laughs> for everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's <laughs> a bit like Ooh, what what, but it's 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 awesome. It's cool, and I'm having a lot of fun with it. So okay, yeah, I'm playing this 4, and occasionally I'm doing a few matches here and there for watch. Cool, and that's about it.
1: How about you? I'm playing. What am I playing? I'm playing. Uh, I'm trying to think of of the other games. Uh mainly mainly my game, main game right now it's it's uh Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect Andromeda. Um again I'm enjoying it uh fairly much. I'm not ultra super into it. As I was telling you uh, last week or yesterday, I don't know. I, I told you sometime. Uh it it was hard because I mean the game was not really drawing me in as much as I already exposed before. Uh, so I was really having a hard time, you know, getting home at night and, you know, I have only an hour, hour, half, two hours to play. And uh, for some reason I, I just couldn't, you know, bring up that enthusiasm for playing. And I was like, ah, I really want to want to play this game. Uh, at the end, finally, when I, you know, finished the prologue, I started getting a little bit more into it. So I'm playing that and I'm also playing, um, Oh, small game. I I can't remember which. Oh, you know what I'm playing? And it's a very, very odd game to be playing because it's a very old game. Well, very old, at least in terms of the place where it's played at. And it's very odd because I'm generally not a mobile uh, oh, gamer. Oh, I gotcha. Uh, but I'm playing uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z Dokkan Battle. I, I guess that's how you pronounce it. And it's a, <laughs> I got to say, a, a very... Addictive game. I don't know if it's good. It's very simple game, but it's very addictive, and it really plays hard on its mechanics to draw you in and make you keep playing it. And I found myself several times playing it while my PC loads, or while um, I'm building, I'm doing a build on the on the game back at the, the, the the office, or you know every. Time that I have some time to kill, mm-hmm. I find myself playing the yeah, game, and cool. it's it's odd, it's odd. It's odd like, for you, definitely. yeah. It's nice. it's fairly fun. Uh, if you go on, if you guys want to check a, it a out, t- time it's, on the, it's it's time everywhere. Killer. It's like a time killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. It's a two-year-old game, but still, it's very fun to play. So, uh, cool. that's what I'm playing right now.
0: Cool, cool. Mm. Oh, I also forgot to mention that I'm uh, uh, I just got a Super Nintendo, and I I'm playing mm. also Super Mario Kart, uh just a, a couple of times it's, cool. it's tough it's very tough <laughs> i'm coming off i it nice so uh folks that's it for this week's episode thank you so much for watching the show on youtube or listening on itunes and tuning in through the last set tech no on the last set tech through tuning whatever <laughs> uh if you enjoyed your time with us please consider leaving a like subscribe hit that red button subscribe to our channel for more gaming related content throughout the week share with your friends if you like what we do and we appreciate all of your support
1: we absolutely do, and make sure to be here next week for episode number forty-four. 44. 44. Yes, it's been a while, so I, I lost the numbering. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much, guys, for the support and the, the the you know the ones that you the the ones of you that keep coming back, truly appreciated. The new ones, hello, welcome, and uh, make sure to to click the subscribe button for more videos. Uh, they're fairly cool, I promise you. You're gonna like them.
0: Leave all your questions below in the comment section. We can discuss that on the next episode. Absolutely. Uh, you can always reach us on Twitter at underscore gaming frontier and on Facebook as gaming frontier. No, as, at facebook.com slash gaming frontier entertainment. I apologize for that. Uh, if you have any questions, as, as I said, leave it in the comments below or reach us on our email address, gamingfrontier.contact@gmail.com at uh, gmail.com. As always, we'd like to thank Tecnologico de Monterrey and Mr. Isaac Estrella for allowing us to use all of this expensive equipment and this very very nice table and that that new equipment, those new cameras which yeah. we are being having some struggles with. I hope this turns <laughs> out to be an alright episode. uh thank you so much guys and remember remember always, always keep playing folks. Keep Bye-bye. playing
1: guys. See you next week.